Good morning, everyone. It's John here back with 2A Talk and Tactical. Uh, hope you're having a good morning. I am recording this uh, Saturday morning, February the 10th, and uh, doing something a little bit different today. Since there were some things that was brought to my attention over the last couple of days. Um, as you all know that I've been basically doing product reviews and keeping you up to date on Second Amendment bills that uh, a certain political party's been trying to push for on the anti-gun spectrum. But anyway, uh, like I said, today I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. So I've always been one that I'll, I'll, I'm more than happy to talk about politics and where we are today or where I feel that we are today in our country uh, but I don't push it on people uh, I don't put it out there just to put it out there if I'm asked uh, I'm more than open to discussion about it I respect other people's thoughts their beliefs their uh, their agenda whether I agree with it or not but here in the last year, I have, and I don't know why I've done it, but here in the last year, I've been, it's been weighing on me heavily about where we are today as a country, where we are today as far as, you know, our security. And everybody's either said or has the question, you know, when is the next 9-11 going to happen or when is the next October 6th going to happen? Um uh, our current administration, and you can agree or not agree, our current administration, he is not well, and I and I mean that respectfully. Do I like the man? No. But um, do I like what he's done? No. Do I like what he's doing? No. But I do respect him because he does hold that that part um, in our governmental system but it has had me thinking about where we are today you know with everything going on over in Ukraine um, I'm all about helping somebody I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you and admit that I'll volunteer to help somebody but I am very hard-pressed to ask for help all that being said in the beginning, I did not have an issue with us helping Ukraine fight against Russia. Uh, but there has to be a, a, a line, you know, at, at the point that we are jeopardizing our security and our safety because we're helping somebody else. I mean, you may go out and help your best friend do whatever needs to be doing. But at the end of the day, when it comes back to protecting you and your family, you're going to say, you know what? I've done all I can do. Um, you know, I've got other obligations. Um, if you need something later on, let me know. And that's okay. Um, I think any right sound minded person would agree with that. Um, so this continuous funding for Ukraine, I do not agree with. I I don't know, I don't know what the goal is. I mean, they are 
they are their own country. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a whole different rabbit hole we could go down another day. But anyway, where I'm going with this is, it's had me thinking about where we are today, you know, with the conflict uh, in Ukraine, the concerns that we have with Russia, the concerns we have with China, now the concerns that we have with Iran. You know, when you when you put all this on paper, we've got a lot of people that do not like us even more so today than they did five years ago. It's a known fact that they, you know, they've not liked us for a long time, and that, that's okay. Um, they have their reasons, and we have our reasons. But when you know as a president of the United States that you are responsible for everybody in this nation, you're responsible for the security, you're responsible for the oversight, the the money that's coming in, the money that's going out. Uh, it is it, Essentially, it is your responsibility. So, you know, there's all this back and forth about he's not sound of mind and all that, and I agree, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Going back to the security of our country, you know, it was said by an individual, and I won't mention his name because he's very controversial today. And I take what he says with a grain of salt, but I, I do listen to him to a certain extent. But he made a comment in a podcast, I think it was about a month ago, that there are sleeper cells here in the U.S. that are from other countries, Iran, Afghanistan, they're, they are affiliated with other terrorist organizations what was it last month we had an individual cross the border illegally and he got caught and he says on camera soon you will know my name and come to find out within a few days yeah we we knew his name and we knew who he was he was a convicted terrorist that had just gotten out of prison a couple of few months uh, earlier before he got caught so you look at the number of people that are that have crossed the border that we don't know about what you know what the news media refers to as the gotaways you can't tell me that this one guy was the only one guy that is affiliated with a terrorist organization there it's not i mean that's not even that's not even feasible to think about so where i'm going with this is you know in my mind i've been you know who's next what you know where in, in the u.s I mean, it could be here in my town. It could be, you know, 10 minutes up the road in a, in, in a major city. It could be here in my state. It could be the next state over. Whatever the case may be, you know, the question always is, is, is where? And, and that's sad to say because it's not, we're not questioning if, we're questioning when. And so I've, I have remained silent on that in my thoughts because the last thing I want to do is be one of those people that start stirring up conspiracy theories. Uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Uh, you know, I listen to what people say, and I, I draw my own conclusions based on what I see, what I've seen, and what my beliefs are. But I've never been one of those. I've never been one to verbalize what my concerns are unless I have a valid concern. 
because the last thing I want to do is put fear in somebody or, you know, somebody misconstrue what I say and, you know, start spreading untrue truths about what I said. And it all come, you know, comes back and, you know, I, I'm in a, a poop pot trying to dig my way out of it when in, in all reality I've done nothing wrong. So all that being said, I've tried to keep it off of this channel until today. So um, I'm sure all of you have had the same concerns. You know, we've got an attack that is consistent day by day. And God knows if they worked on the weekends, they'd be, they'd be at it on the weekends. Attack on our Second Amendment. And I know some people may roll their heads. That, you know, you, you may watch this video or this channel for the first time say, oh my God, he's one of those people. That's fine. You can say I'm one of those people. There's a lot of us out there. But you have to think and ask yourself if, put, put a big capital I and a capital F, if it was to ever happen, what happened over in Israel, how are you going to defend yourself? Legitimately, how are you going to defend yourself? So, you know, unless you have another idea or alternative, it's going to be a firearm. I, as simple as it may sound, it's going to be a firearm. It, it probably is going to take a few of them, and you're going to have to have ammunition and whatnot. So it befuzzles me how our government, knowing what all is going on in the world, and we don't know everything they know, so with them knowing more than we do, it befuzzles me as to why they are so hard set on taking a God-given right that we have had for hundreds of years or even try to limit what we have, try to limit our ability to defend ourselves against anybody someone trying to break in our house and do us harm, someone that, you know, may not just like us uh, because of something we said or, or have done in the past. And, you know, they, they flip their lid and, you know, they, they get a gun illegally or they already have one. And they said, you know what, I'm going to go off him. And, you know, they're, you know, they're trying to get to you. How are you going to defend yourself? You know, in, in the, environment that we are today you can look at somebody wrong and there's an altercation you can you know 10 15 20 years ago you could have you could make not necessarily a rude comment but you could make a comment to somebody in a grocery store um you know that's probably run a, a run a grocery cart up on your heels three times and you finally turn around and you say excuse me and you know the issue's over, but now, hell, you got to worry about somebody pulling out a gun and shooting you just because you they ran up on your heels three times. But so it befuzzles me as to why our government is trying to do what they're doing now. You know, if if our world was not threatened with terrorist attacks, Hamas, uh, you know, other terrorist organizations, if we didn't have a concern about 
people being over here illegally criminals, known criminals, known terrorists, convicted terrorists. If we didn't have that concern, you know what? I I wouldn't agree with it. I still wouldn't agree with it. But I, I guess yeah, I'd be like, you know, what is there, you know, what do we need them for? Well, even more so today, we need them. So it befuzzles me is why our government's trying to do this. You know, they, they're, they're trying to push the assault weapons ban. They're trying to push the high-capacity magazine ban. They're now trying to limit bulk ammo sales. It's like it's non-ending. It's, it's ongoing, and it's almost like they already have other bills sitting in their filing cabinet because if, if one that they're currently working on falls through, oh, well, let me go grab this one out of the filing cabinet. We'll throw this one out here, too. Um, you even have superior court judges in different states ruling that certain things are unconstitutional. And even in democratic states, they're saying this is unconstitutional. You can't do this. But then you've got the local government, governors, and or mayors saying, you know what the hell with what the Supreme Court justice says, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And they do it anyway. So it's like, where are you? I mean, yeah, you know, you can fight it in court and more than likely you're going to win. But look at all the mess you got to go through just to get to that point. It's like it's never ending. So to get to the point of this video, every morning when I wake up, uh, I thumb through YouTube, see what's new. Um, there's some channels that I like watching, the Second Amendment channels. I like watching police activity. Uh, I am retired from the sheriff's office for several years due to some uh, back surgeries. So I thumb through and I look, you know, see what's going on today. Well, one video popped up yesterday morning, and it was from Sheriff Rick Jones. He is the sheriff of Butler County, Ohio. So February 3rd through the 6th, they had the National Sheriff's Training Convention in Washington, D.C., well, Sheriff Jones, I, I've seen him a few times on YouTube. You can you can go look at him and by all means go watch this entire video. It's very eye-opening. It's very informative. But I just wanted uh, to bring this to you. I did do a video last night, and for some for whatever reason, uh, some stuff didn't work, so I'm having to reshoot this. But anyway, um, within a day, he went uh, on his YouTube channel and put out uh, some information, and there was news media there, so this is not just the sheriff's office putting something out. The news media has it as well. But Sheriff Jones said that when they got there, they were met by Director Chris Ray, who is director of the FBI, and some other heads of other federal agencies were there. So Director Ray goes on to tell them that there are more red flags today than there were red flags before 9-11. There are thousands of people over here from other countries, 160 countries, that apparently are on the FBI's watch list um, for whatever reason. So that's majority of where they're picking up these red flags. And, I, and he said, he said, I can't tell you everything, but I am a sheriff that, you know, I want you to know what I know. 
and I respect that by all means. So anyway, he was going on to say that, and I'm bouncing around a little bit on the video, um, but he was going on to say that Butler County, Ohio, and I don't know where it is in the state of Ohio, but Butler County, Ohio, apparently was attacked, and he says by Russians, uh, some months ago, and for two weeks, their uh, computer system and phone system was shut down. So, uh, you know, they couldn't use computers to dispatch police, fire, so they were affected. I don't know how extensive the, the attack was, but he says, you know, they were back on paper. And I, I know what he's talking about because when I first got into the emergency services field on the professional side was in 1986. And we were doing what we called punch cards then. They were kind of like the old-timey punch cards you used to, to clock in and out at a job. But you fill in the, uh, you know, the uh, the date, the address, and what the call was and whatnot. Anyway, and then you stamped it in a, in a clock that kept up with the times. But anyway, so I know what he was talking about. And that was a pain, especially when you're busy. Um, cards get lost and whatnot. But anyway, so he was saying that they had to revert back to paper. Deputies were having to revert back to doing reports on paper. They couldn't use their, you know, their in-car computers, MCTs. So, and he said it was the Russians. And then, and I may have this switched here, but then he said that China, or no, I'm sorry, the Russians had done that five times in one week. They tried to attack them, I think, after they got everything back online. They uh, they tried to infiltrate them five times again in one week. And then he said Iran had attempted three times. So then you've got China, um, you know, with the with the spy balloon that was allowed to fly over pretty much the entire United States before it was shot down off the coast of Myrtle Beach. Um, we'll never know the true story on that. I don't think. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. You know, at the beginning they were saying, yeah, there's. It it did look like they had cameras on it and transmitting equipment and whatnot. Uh, but then they said after it was shot down and was recovered that there was not, that there was no intel gathered or any of that any of that matter. And right now, I, I, I'm sorry, I just, I don't believe everything our government says. They've been called in too many lies. Um, and I, I guess that's standard for, for government. But, uh, but what Sheriff Jones has done because of the information that he learned during this conference, he has reached out, and I believe he said, to Texas A&M, and they are sending a group of people up, and he has put together like a, a training class, and he said, we can only do 30 at a time, and I forget the number that his population is, but he said, we're going to have to have multiple classes because he said the first class filled up in, uh, I think, four or five hours. But they're going to be training civilians in what to do, you know, if something like uh, October 6th happens or if we're attacked again. And I don't know if most of you remember 9-11. I do. Um, I actually had done a 
I worked for Forsyth County Fire and EMS Communications at that time. So I had actually done a PowerPoint on some classes that I took that was taught by some fire chiefs and EMS supervisors and government officials that were either at the Pentagon or or wherever you know wherever they were and one of the things that I learned was when 9/11 happened the cell towers were oversaturated Verizon had to bring in mobile uh, tower systems so that people could use uh, cell phone the radio systems that all the agencies had were not integrated there was no way for say this fire department in in a county to talk to this fire department that was in b county which was a neighboring county um, apparently they did not have or a mutual aid agreement or if they did have a mutual aid agreement it it wasn't um it wasn't ideal for you know what was going on i forget the number now but there were fire departments and other agencies coming from hell they were coming from states away um, but there was no way for them to talk to people on the ground uh, so you had to have say one person with maybe two or three different radios and i can only imagine how confusing that was but anyway um so he's he's having these people from texas a&m come up to uh teach these classes and he's he's hoping to get more classes and he said that he's even uh all his uh, officers his deputies have go bags they have extra magazines they have extra ammo they have things that they may need if something happens uh he's asked or he has been asked you know well if i can't attend one of these classes or i can't get into one of these classes what do we need to do and his response was and i agree is you know i don't know where you are when you're listening or watching this uh this video podcast but you know what would you do if a tornado was coming what would you do if a hurricane was coming uh, if there was a severe ice storm coming what would you do you know you would first stock up on food that's you know hopefully not going to go bad anytime soon stock up on water uh, you know the uh, a lot of people are getting into radios now GMRS ham uh, I think that's a good idea. I've gotten into GMRS radios. I'm looking into doing ham because uh, with GMRS and ham, you can operate off repeaters. Well, I'm sorry. With GMRS, you can operate off repeaters, but the repeaters are only good if you got power. Well, if you've got a power grid situ power grid down situation, then obviously your repeater's not going to work unless there's a backup generator or something like that, and most people don't have that. But ham radio <clears throat> works a totally different way. So I am looking at doing that. There are, uh, you know, frequencies that you can have uploaded in your in your radio, and you can talk to other people. You can, you know, depending on your license, you can talk to other people in other in other countries. A short band radio, they're a good thing to have. Um, I've actually got one that I'm going to be doing some reviews on here in the next few videos but uh, you know 
and these things are fairly inexpensive. I think the short band radio I picked up, I think it was maybe like $40 or something like that. And short band, for those of you who don't know, you can pick up VBC uh, and stuff like that. And so it's, it's you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get off on another subject, but you need to be prepared. Uh, you know, there's plenty of Facebook groups out there. There's, uh, there's groups on Discord. There's websites. I will. Um, I do have a website. I haven't thought about it until now, but I will put together a list of websites and resources that you know you can look at my website and hopefully get some good information and links to get some of these things. Uh, when I do the review for the radios and whatnot, I'll definitely leave links for them. You can order them. A lot of this stuff you can get off of Amazon and have it within a day or so. Um, the food storage systems that you know they have, uh, I know they are expensive. It's something that I've looked at, but it, it is expensive. But that's one of those things that you have to, you do, sad to say, you do have to prioritize you know, what you're going to get, when you're going to get. Uh, so everybody's different. Everybody has their their own thoughts, their own goals and whatnot. So uh, just like he said, be prepared. You know, the U.S., we, we've been on and we've been on defense. We've not, we don't have an offense. We've been taking this stuff. You know, look at, you know, all the attacks at all the military bases across sea. Uh, they've been done by drones. So, you know, drones are the go-to now. I mean, it's already documented that, the, you know, that Mexico and Mexican cartels are working with China. Um, Iran's working with China. And, you know, there's a major drone company that, um, that comes from over there. So there's been a big debate on that company, you know, whether or not, you know, the U.S. is going to be allowed to sell them or if you can buy them in the U.S. So that's still up. But anyway, my point is, is that, you know, they're launching these attacks by drones. They're dropping bombs. I mean, look at the war in Ukraine. You can see it on YouTube. They've actually got video of the drones flying over ditches and bunkers uh, that Russian military is hiding out in. And you see the bomb dropping and boom, you know, whoever's there, they gone. Uh, so my point is, is that a lot of law, local law enforcement agencies, and I'll even say federal, now have drones. They have a have a drone program, and it's used for, you know, looking for uh, people that are are missing, looking for people that are lost, looking for criminals that are on the run. Uh, the technology that's out there right now is unreal on what these drones can do. But the one thing that we don't have is a way to detect drones. And that's something I never thought of until he, he said it in the video. He said, you know, he said, hell, everybody has drones. My grandchildren have drones. But the people that need to be able to track drones and shut them down if they need to, they don't have it. And from what I understand from Sheriff Jones is, is there's nobody out there that makes anything that detects drones. Um, I kind of find that hard to believe, but I have no reason to doubt him. And if you think about it, I've never heard about it, if there is. So, you know, 
like he said, a drone shows up like a bird or looks like a bird if it's up in the air. So it's, they, they are very hard to detect. So what's to keep something happening by the means of drones? Nothing. So, um, and again, you know, like I said in the beginning of the video, I'm not here to put fear in anybody. I'm not here to get people stepping and fetching. I'm not here to fear monger. I'm, I'm trying to do my part as an add on to what he's done into letting you know that we're not safe. Um, we're in a bad shape right now as far as our national security. There are things going on that clearly our government is aware of that they only feel the need to let law enforcement know, and I get that to a degree. Um, but I think within reason, there needs to be a little bit more transparency. You know, you look at the national threat level, and, you know, it's, I think the last time I looked, um, you know, it was up a little bit, but according to him, there are more red flags right now than there were before 9-11. So, um, you know, the point of this video is, number one, bring you up to date on that, let you know what was going on. I will put a link in the below to his video. It's, it's all over YouTube now. And there's even another uh, guy that I follow on YouTube. He has military... Uh, experience uh, i think he was an operator in the military i, I follow him um, he's even done a video on this there's other news agencies that have tagged on there was a bunch of news agencies there at the at the at the news briefing uh, so you can go watch it and uh, i'll link to that and also uh, i'm gonna ask again uh, if you find this uh, this video informative please like the video please think about subscribing it doesn't cost anything to subscribe and if anything now it's going to tell YouTube that y'all are interested in information like this uh, you're in interested in information that I've already been putting out whether it be on the the Manus shooting performance system the dry fire mag I'm going to be doing some more reviews on some bags, uh, a plate carrier, uh, the shortwave radios, the emergency radios that I've got. I'm going to be doing some reviews on those. I was already going to do them, but I'm going to step that up a little bit. So, uh, if you, like I said, if you like the, the channel, please think about subscribing. I think the last time I looked, 84% of my viewers are not subscribed. If you want to be notified when new videos are put out, hit the notification button as well. And that way you, you'll be notified when they're put out. I'm going to try to do better about that as well. So um, also, if you rather listen to podcasts, I am going to mirror this on my podcast. Obviously, uh, on most of them, it's going to be just audio, except for um, Spotify. It'll be the video also. But you can find it under 2A Talking Tactical. Uh, it's on any platform that you listen to your favorite podcast on, uh, Odyssey, Spotify, Apple, you name it, it's, it's going to be out there. Um, so anyway, uh, think about checking that out, like the video and the podcast, it does help me. And finally, I do want to thank all of you that have, number one, subscribed 
too that has liked my videos have left me a few comments on you know how they like the video i'm self-conscious about you know what i'm saying what i'm doing on the videos so it, it does help me do better as far as you know giving you what you deserve and again I, i'm not here to instill fear in anybody or freak anybody out i just want you to be aware and i'm one of those that if i don't know i'll tell you i don't know um if I don't have something to back something up, I'm not going to put it out there. And I'm only putting out what's already been put out there. And I have no reason to doubt the man. From what I understand, he's he's been an awesome sheriff. Um, and he, he cares about his people. He cares about his deputies. And he cares about us. Uh, so, Or he wouldn't have put it out on YouTube for everybody in the world to see. And I mean that literally. So... If anything, maybe these people that we're talking about, if they know that we know they're going to be more, you know, on guard, I, I do believe everybody within reason should own a firearm. They should carry their firearm. Uh, if you want to carry concealed and your state allows concealed carry, you know, if it's not a whole bunch of hoopla and paperwork, uh, you know, I'm an advocate of concealed carry. As you can see, I, I, I am a member of USCCA. They've had a had a lot of um, back and forth over an incident. You can see more on a video that I've got. It's uh, USCCA and AOR or USCCA and Alan Coley. There's two videos. You can go back and look at that. Uh, but I think that pretty much has been cleared up as of last week. Um, and I am still with USCCA, if that tells you anything. And that, that's another thing. Uh, if, ten, if the last ten years has taught us anything, we should not be a, we should not be rushing to judgment on something that we hear. Um, I think we we need to know all sides of the story. Like a uh, an attorney said on his YouTube video, a lot of people or several people made a lot of money off of this. Um, I don't know what I would do if I was Tim Schmidt, uh, the CEO of USCCA, but I do know that I would be consulting with my attorneys um, on the damage that's been done because it costs them a lot of money as well. But anyway, that's another story. So anyway, uh, like I said, uh, please think about subscribing, like the video if you like it. Please check out the podcast. Again, it's 2A Talk and Tactical. Uh, I'm on all the social media platforms as well. So uh, until the next video, thank you. God bless you. Be safe and have a great day.